Hi, and welcome to the Go Lead Yourself podcast. I'm your host, Paige Howe, leadership coach and business culture strategist. If you want to feel more empowered and in control in leadership and in life, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, amazing team. Um, long time no talk slash listen. So how are you? How are you doing? <laughs> take, take a moment and consider that question. Um, yeah, so I mentioned in the first episode that I wasn't too sure. I, hadn't, I didn't have everything figured out before I started the podcast. And within that was a lesson that you can start before you kind of know what things look like. And part of the way that this has played out is obviously I don't have at this point a regular time when I'm going to release these podcast episodes and that's for a couple of reasons so in the beginning it was because I didn't know um, how much effort would be involved or how much space I would have in my week for these recordings and then also on a personal level you know things happen things crop up and it requires your focus and that's that's the stage that I'm at at the moment so (laughs) that does mean that I have less energy to devote in other areas but well not but and that's that's going to be part of the topic for today so I did have a friend reach out to me oh two things okay so first of all I my last podcast episode was on boundaries and I did have somebody ask a question around that so I am going to record a follow-up podcast episode answering questions so if you do have any questions based on the episode or just even if you haven't listened to it yet and you have questions around boundaries, feel free to email them to support at pagehow.com or you can also message me. And um, yeah, if you're connected with me on social media or connected with me in any other way, feel free to message me and I'll record future podcast episodes answering those questions. So that's a little bit of housekeeping. Um, But the topic for today is based on a question I got from a friend, which was, around how you can support yourself when you're nearing burnout or if you're in the stages of burnout so and I thought this was a really I mean she she offered it for the podcast but I did think this was probably a really great topic for you listening um whether you happen to be you know feeling overwhelmed at the moment or if you're getting towards it or if you just know that maybe right now you're doing okay but sometimes you have a tendency to overcommit to things and put yourself in that space so her question was around um you know what you can do to support yourself that isn't adding more to the plate because also I know there's all sorts of um information out there on coping with burnout and recovering from burnout but usually it's requiring further action and it's really difficult to put yourself or to add something else to your plate when you're already feeling burnt burnt out and the other reason why I thought this was going to be a really great topic for today is because the people I tend to attract or, attract or the people who are around me are the people who support everybody else and kind of struggle to support themselves because they're giving everything they can to the people around them. So yeah, I just thought this would be a great um, a great topic for this week. And then also I'm focusing on supporting myself at the moment. So it's just very, yeah, it's perfect timing. So first of all, I guess what I want to talk about, I'll talk about the ways where you can support yourself and then I'll start to talk about the ways where you can receive support from a wider community or from professionals. So first of all, ways that you can support yourself. Um, The easiest way to release things that are on your plate is actually to take a look at how much you're asking from yourself because 
Quite often when we're in these stages of burnout, we then start to put extra pressure on ourselves around our health. Um, so even though we're overwhelmed with a million things to do, we start to put boundaries that I need to get this much sleep or I need to eat these healthy meals or I need to be exercising X amount. And that's not to say that these aren't good things to do. Um, if that's something that you are motivated to do or if that's something that's important to you. And if it's something that you're not doing and it's causing you more stress by telling yourself you have to do these things, then that can be one of those first things that you release. So, and you can do this in a few ways. So if, you know, if it's something to do with, I should be eating healthy, then potentially you purchase healthy food instead of putting pressure on yourself to cook. Um, or yeah, like it, and around sleep, maybe you allow yourself to nap if you have little pockets of time. Um, and as I'm saying this out loud, I'm realizing this is also adding things, but it's just potentially a different way of approaching it than is the standard, I must get eight hours. So I want to just remind you that if you are in a state of burnout or if you're overwhelmed, it doesn't have to be that you add these things to your plate in a, in a traditional way, quote unquote, traditional way. It could be that you you look for the tiny little pockets, the little wins there. Or it could look like, actually right now, um, I'm really overwhelmed and just the thought of I need to get eight hours sleep a night is keeping me awake, right? The stress of I'm so tired, when am I going to sleep is keeping you awake. So, you know, cutting yourself some slack in that space and saying, um, you know what, like I'm not getting enough sleep and I'm going to be tired, but I'm, I'm just going to work through this the best I can and try and get sleep where I can and not put the pressure on a set amount of hours, for example. So not walking away from the fact that sleep is important for all of us as human beings, but also not putting, you know, set timeframes of I have to achieve this or otherwise I'm a failure. So I hope that makes sense. It's not necessarily um, putting things on our plate. I guess the point that I want to make here is that it's not putting things on our plate that's necessarily the problem. Sometimes it's the way we're approaching putting these things on our plate. So if you start to set strict rules around how you add that to your plate, then that can add to the overwhelm and the burnout. And also giving yourself permission that, you know, sometimes certain things slide. And if you have a whole bunch of other commitments that can't be released, then potentially right now, this is just going to have to be one of those things that takes a hit for a week, for example. So that was one thing that I talked about with my friend. And the other thing we talked about is how to approach this. So for example, I, I shared with her, I recently went on a holiday um, from my friendships, which sounds a bit strange, but hear me out. So one thing that I probably want to um, make clear to you in case it wasn't, or just ask you the question is, when did you last take an actual holiday? So take a break from your life and actually take a holiday. And I think for a lot of us, the answer is a very, very long time ago, probably pre-COVID, or at least like a long substantial break. It's probably, you know, before 2020, right? And we're over halfway through 2021, which is terrifying. So I want to share that with you because when we go on holiday, we don't just take a break from work. We also take a break from our social commitments. We take a break from whatever sort of exercise regime or usually we take a break from a lot of things in our life. And so there can be ways that you can incorporate that without actually taking a holiday because that might not be accessible to you right now. 
Um, you know, you could have a child at home, you could have a pet, you, it just could not be possible with your work at the moment. There could be all sorts of reasons why you can't take a break. So, but what you can do is start to incorporate some of those practices into your real life. So I took a three week break from my social calendar. I'm quite extroverted. And so I usually have a lot of catch ups with different friends going um, all the time. And I was just at a point where I was feeling really busy and overwhelmed. And I knew that my calendar just kept filling up. So I just said to myself, okay, here's a three week break. And for those three weeks, you're not available. So if someone asks if they want to catch up, then it's just going to have to be after those three weeks. And, you know, with these things, again, with all of the parameters we set with ourselves, we can be flexible. So there were a couple of social outings that I had in there, but it meant that I was either I was instigating it or I had given myself complete permission to say no if I didn't have the energy for it. So even that created a bit more space for me. So I just want to offer if there's any sort of commitments, maybe it's a family commitment that you have every week or um, if there's certain practices you're doing or, yeah, I mean, exercise at the gym, all that sort of stuff. If you're feeling overwhelmed by the things that you have in your life, then it's totally okay for you to take a vacation from those things. There's no morally good, morally bad way to fill your week. Um, unless you're actually doing harm to other people, which I'm sure you're not. So yeah, I just want to offer this concept to you as well, that you can take a vacation from certain things in your life if you think that'll help you. So that's another way where you can avoid, avoid burnout that is maybe less conventional, but I just want to, yeah, I just want to share some love and let you, um, and compassionately let you know that maybe you haven't taken a break in a long while and maybe it would be helpful if you took a break from certain things in your life and you'll know best you'll know where the pressure is coming from um and if you need permission um you know you can say your coach page said you have to take a break from this so I'm happy to be I'm happy to be scapegoat here um perfect so that's that's a couple of ways I'm just going to take a look I did take some notes whether there's anything else um yeah, and so the last thing that I wanted to say kind of around the self-support here is remembering if you put something on your plate, try and remember why it's there. So if you put something on your plate that's like a social engagement with a friend, for example, I'm assuming that's there because you want to have that connection with a friend or, you know, you're looking for something from that encounter. And so if that's something that you're currently not getting from that friendship, then again, that could be a sign that actually I'm going to put this on, I'm going to go on vacation <laughs> for a couple of weeks and just not, not put myself in that situation. Um, or it could be that, you know, you set yourself, I'm going to go for walks, for example. And if your aim in that is to give yourself a bit of a break from things, but if you're finding that actually your anxiety is building every day, you don't go for work uh, for a walk, then that's no longer serving the purpose. So the whole point of going for a walk was to give yourself a break from things. And in reality, if it's actually building the pressure and meaning you need more of a break than you did at the beginning, then that's a wonderful sign that actually I'm just going to tell myself I'm not going to go for a walk. And that removes like the success failure kind of feelings around it because quite often we tell ourselves oh I said I would commit to this thing or I can't stick with anything I commit to 
because like I failed at it. I said I would go for a walk every day and I haven't, I failed. But in reality, <laughs> if you were going for a walk to feel more relaxed and you're not feeling more relaxed, why on earth would you continue to push yourself to go for a walk? So in a lot of ways, when we back away from things, I just want to share with you that you can maybe ask yourself, is this failure or is this me listening to my body? Does my body have a bit more wisdom in it or my intuition is saying actually this isn't something that I should be doing right now and I just want to encourage you to trust in that because there's a lot of things that we do where we beat ourselves up for not not doing xyz and in reality quite often it doesn't serve us the thing that you're avoiding there's a reason why you're avoiding it it could be a negative emotion it could be a response that you get from other people so your body is just there and your mind is there. It's just trying to protect you. So it doesn't always know exactly the right thing to do. So sometimes our, our mind and our body keeps us from doing things that actually would be good um, from fear that you'll get hurt. So that's a separate thing that we can dive into. But I just want to share with you that just because you don't do an activity or if you have to bail on a social engagement, that doesn't mean you're the biggest jerk in the world that doesn't mean that there's anything morally bad with you it just means that for whatever reason you weren't up you weren't up for it and I honestly think it's great that you've listened to your body in that aspect um the other thing now that we're on that topic that I will share with you is that I quite often well these days I've started to tell people that I'm a mental health dependent yes so what that means is that if I commit to something, if I say yes to something, I'm already creating the space there that it depends on how my mental health is doing that day, whether I will or will not attend. And I create space for that within my friendships as well. So when people, you know, if we have some sort of plan, I have a few friends who don't live in Christchurch, so we might catch up via Zoom. Um, then, you know, it depends where we're at on the day. And if that day isn't good for a call, then we'll postpone it or shift it. And there's zero hurt feelings there's no problems there because we've established that our mental health is important and we've established that with each other as well so that's another way that you can kind of um support yourself if you're you know if you are someone who tends to get overwhelmed or tends to pile things on your plate is that you can create space that you might have to back away from it by saying at the beginning this this is going to depend on my mental health right and I don't know for you but for me the easiest way to start integrating this was with friendship so that's where I started doing this sort of practice is with um, social engagements and sometimes I'll even if I'm invited to an event um, I'll post that in the group and that also like is publicly other people get to see that and so they get to see that that's an option so I like that when you start to do this for yourself you give other people permission to do it themselves as well and that's something that I've spoken about before on this podcast and I'll continue to speak about is for me that's the leadership it's um, leading through the behaviors you yourself do and then other people take them on when it's helpful for them and helpful for their environment as well so that's another way where you can support yourself um, I think that's also a really good segue into <laughs> ways you can support yourself in friendships so yeah the way the way I tend to support myself with friendships and I'm not sure who's who's in your community um is a as I mentioned um creating space for you know not wanting to do something being absolutely okay uh just because you're friends with someone doesn't mean you have to go to all of their events or like all of the same things or be there for them at the drop of a hat 
because we all have lives going on in the background and I don't know I think when we put expectations on someone else to be a certain way we're always going to get disappointed and and that's not fair on them either you know um and think about that from your perspective as well if someone was expecting you to show up in a friendship in the way that's perfect for them how on earth could you know that because that's in their head and every friend would have a different way of showing up and being a good friend quote unquote so um yeah just allowing people permission to be themselves within the friendship then means that they give you more permission to be yourself as well because you're leading through that and sometimes that means that you have to walk away from friendships if you're not able to be yourself or if you're not able to have honest discussions um and that's hard <laughs> and I can yeah I can definitely talk more on that or you can reach out to me if you have questions around that sort of stuff but um it has to be done because otherwise otherwise everybody's unhappy they're unhappy because they think they have a bad friend you're unhappy because you think you're not enough the way you are and it just doesn't it doesn't pan out so um that's one of the ways that I support myself is the friends in the community that I have around me over time I've managed to develop a community that just allows me to be me and I don't always have to be the happy sunny page sometimes I'm the emotionally vulnerable page and they're there for that as well and sometimes I'm the page that has to cancel and that's not a problem for them either and that has come because a it's important to me so I say it but also because that's the way I allow them to show up so they show up as them and if they have to cancel it's never a problem and if they're not at the top of their game there's no sort of fake it it's not a fake it friendship type thing so that's another way where you can support yourself is to you know build connections with people who are open to having these discussions or um or just remind you that it's okay it's okay to be a human being um one thing that i find really great if you are you know someone who supports a lot of other people then hopefully if those um, if those connections are good, then they in turn, you know, support you the same way that you've supported them. So I quite often have my friends echoing back my advice, um, which is great. <laughs> it's also frustrating because I can't uh, decline that advice um, because it's my own advice. So it's taking your own medicine. Um, and I'm really grateful that I have wonderful friends who a, take on board what I say um, that they find it helpful and B that they echo it back to me when I need to hear it so that's another way if you are supporting others and you know you're creating comfortable spaces where they can be themselves then you know that that flows back to you as well so again this is it's a little bit of a step away but this is again how workplace culture is created it's um, the ways that we show up for the people around us starts to influence how they show up um yeah for you which is wonderful and and how they show up for others um depending on who you have if, if people are sociopaths in the workplace and that's not going to work but yeah topic for another day <laughs> um cool so that's that's a couple of ways so that was um ways you could support yourself in ways you can support yourself through friendships um lastly i did just want to touch on you know sort of paid support or external support doesn't always have to be paid um is if there is something that you're struggling with first of all i mean if you're listening to this you probably listen to podcasts so there'll be a podcast out there that can help support you in whatever it is that you're going through um, that's usually quite helpful and they're usually free um 
there's also you can read books you can read articles online um and ted talks and stuff like that so you can support yourself in those ways as well the reason i'm putting this last is um if you're in sort of burnout and overwhelmed these are the extra things that take your time so this can be quite um quite involved for you to do all of this research yourself so well, it can and it can't because also you could, um, like let's say you reach out to a counsellor or a therapist or a coach, um, they can probably help support you getting a lot further within the space of an hour versus you doing a lot of your own research there online as well. So there's lots of different channels available to you. Um, if you are struggling with your mental health and it is a big problem in New Zealand and worldwide, I definitely encourage you to reach out to, we have Healthline, but also your GP, go to your GP. Um, I went through this recently and there was some free counselling services that they were able to provide, which was really helpful. And um, in case you're like me, because I didn't know what the difference between a counsellor and a therapist was, and I've recently just started with a therapist as well. Um, so a counsellor can help you if you're feeling overwhelmed in the now, so they can help you to incorporate practices that um, get you out of that overwhelm or that burnout, and I can't remember if I mentioned that a moment ago, but that was free because I was referred by my GP, so if you are in New Zealand, um, yeah, I would recommend you go into the GP and see if you can get a referral, because um, I got something like five visits or something for free, which was really helpful for me. Um, there's also, yeah, things like therapists that can help you to unpack, um, some of the stuff that's happened to you in the past and ways that it could be showing up in, in your present, um, or yeah, how it looks in the future. And then I've also personally, I've invested in coaching, um, a, because I would be a hypocrite if I was, well, yes and no, I wouldn't be a hypocrite, um, for not taking coaching myself, but also part of the reason I'm a coach is I understand the value of coaching so of course I invested in that um and yeah my coach really helped me um to kind of understand myself deeper and to start making shifts um in the future that I was building or taking steps towards the future I was building so yeah that that can be a few different ways where you can get support from other people um and there's so many professionals out there like honestly any kind of support if you feel like a massage would help or acupuncture um or yeah doing fitness classes um or I don't know YouTube tutorials on things there's just so many options out there to to support yourself um with external professionals so I just encourage you to really I was gonna say prioritize yourself and I know it's probably if you're listening you're someone who probably prioritizes everybody else over you um but I also think if you're listening you are probably at the point where you recognize the need to prioritize yourself so I want to share that it's not easy <laughs> but it is really important work and I know for myself I've been able to support people a lot better by doing this work because it just gives me more knowledge on ways that I can support other people and it means that I'm coming from a much healthier place and I'm out of my own head a lot because I've created the space where I can actually do that instead of being stuck in that overwhelm where you're kind of trapped in your own in your own head really you aren't able to be present in situations so yes it's prioritizing yourself which could be the bad thing in your mind um your mind might be saying danger danger and it it can also be a wonderful way that you can 
actually prioritize other people or it goes it goes a long way towards prioritizing other people so yeah I just wanted to share today's episode on support ways where you can support yourself um, and build a community around you that's there and supporting you and yeah I just want to remind you that you deserve all the support right it doesn't mean anything that you can't do this by yourself I'm also going to argue that you probably can do this by yourself and you've been doing it by yourself for a long time and it's easier it's easier and more enjoyable with other people so um it's not that you can't it's not that you um aren't able to get through this by yourself um and if you feel like you're not able to that's okay as well you know um evolutionary speaking like we we survive in community so there's absolutely nothing wrong with going with your nature and building a community around you that's there to help you win because I know that you are helping the people around you win so it only makes sense to um to bring in all the people that are there to help you win as well so yes thank you so much for listening I hope this has been helpful and please reach out if there's anything else that I can help with or any questions that you have around what we've talked about today but yeah big love I'm I'm rooting for you I'm always here to support you and yeah you got this bye thank you so much for listening to the go lead yourself podcast if this episode sparked any aha moments for you that you'd like to share or if you have any questions that we can cover in future episodes please send an email to support at pagehow.com i'd love to hear from you and to find out more about ways that you can work with me just head to my website pagehow.com uh, thanks again and look after yourself don't forget that you're amazing until next time bye